When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Great pleasure to be with you. Hopefully, we worked out our technology, technological issues. We're going to look at the uh, whole Biden legal fiasco from more of a legal standpoint. We bring in Greg Jarrett. Fox News legal analyst, New York Times bestselling author, Trial of the Century, great book, Scopes Monkey Trial, Clarence Darrow versus William Jennings Bryan, and Will Scharf, former federal prosecutor, uh, now a candidate for attorney general uh, from the state of Missouri. Gentlemen, thank you. Um, Greg Jarrett, let me begin with you. I don't understand why this David Weiss is the special counsel. I thought a special counsel was supposed to come from outside Maine Justice and from outside the U.S. government, so it's an independent counsel. I don't understand this. Can you help me? Well, I think this is cover-up and corruption by Merrick Garland, who made the appointment. You're correct. The attorney general is not allowed to appoint David Weiss's special counsel. Take a look at the federal regulations. 28 CFR uh, 600.3, he can only appoint someone, quote, outside the U.S. government, Hmm. as you correctly pointed out. That's what the regulation states, which has been codified into law by Congress. Weiss is conflicted. He works for Joe Biden, as does Merrick Garland. And Weiss is accused by IRS whistleblowers of political interference to protect the Bidens, allowing the statute of limitations to expire, tipping off Hunter's lawyers, scuttling search warrants, foreclosing questions about Joe Biden's involvement, and, of course, negotiating this absurd plea deal. I mean, Weiss is the last person on earth who should be special counsel. This is a guy who effectively blocked the case. So, Mm. You know, Larry, I think the fix is in. It's a sham. And Weiss himself is actually getting a sweetheart deal out of this. Now he doesn't have to answer any questions from Congress about his own obstruction and suspected lies that he put in writing. So, you know, I my guess is Hunter Biden yesterday was doing cartwheels. He not only got rich, he got away with it. <laughs> well, Sharf, uh You know, Merrick Garland, whatever one thinks of Merrick Garland, he's not entirely stupid. He knows that everyone is going to make the points uh, that Greg Jarrett just made. Why is he doing this? I mean, is this something he thinks he can get away with? Is this he thinks that he's not going to be criticized uh, by Republicans? And by the way, I think Democrats are going to, I I won't say Democrats, but even in the mainstream media, uh, Jake Tapper of CNN is now asking tough questions about this. It's up on Fox News today. Why in God's name would Merrick Garland do this? Why wouldn't he go outside Maine Justice and the government to get a real special prosecutor? So I think the Hunter Biden investigation, Larry, had reached a crisis point for two reasons. 
one of those reasons was the fact that Judge Nareka in Delaware blew up this corrupt plea agreement that they'd agreed to, which would have given Hunter broad immunity from prosecution in return for him pleading to a couple of misdemeanor tax charges. Uh, the other crisis point is because of exactly what you're describing, that Congress is starting to look at this more and more aggressively and having Weiss testify in front of these three House committees uh, could potentially expose even more corruption. Uh, so the appointment of him as special counsel really kills two birds with one stone, because one, it allows him to bring whatever cases he wants to bring in jurisdictions other than Delaware. It gets the case out of Judge Nareka's courtroom, and in their view, hopefully in front of a judge who's willing to kind of wink, wink, nod, nod, and look the other way on the whole Hunter Biden uh, series of issues. And the other thing is it provides Weiss at least some protection from these House committees going forward. So I think that, you know, Garland is eyes open about the fact that he's going to take a, a political hit as a result of this decision. Uh, but this solution that they seem to have come to very neatly settles these two issues. One, it gets the case out of Delaware, out of Judge Nareka's courtroom. And two, it protects Weiss uh, from the House chairman who are really starting to dig in on, on the Hunter Biden uh, case. Greg Jarrett, does that, will that matter? I mean, the issue of um, getting jurisdictions in California and Washington, D.C. did come up. A lot of people said that Weiss wanted that, but it was turned down. So if he has that open field running now, does that matter? No, I think they'll drag this out, uh, let even more statute of limitations uh, run. He can pretend to be conducting a legitimate investigation and do, as he did before, nothing at all. But I will say that, you know, Carlin's appointment of a special counsel, having ignored it and ignored congressional demands for two and a half years, underscores that, uh, you know, the IRS whistleblowers were telling the truth mm. uh, when they said that Weiss appeared before them in a pivotal meeting face-to-face and said, you know, Garland won't let me uh, be special counsel and U.S. attorneys appointed by Joe Biden uh, blocked my bringing cases in Washington, D.C. and California. So, you know, now it looks like, uh, you know, Garland was lying in front of Congress when he said, oh, Weiss has total authority, didn't need special counsel status, never asked for it. Weiss, at first, in writing to Congress in response to questions, said, oh, I had complete authority. And then he said, well, no, I didn't have complete authority. I only had jurisdiction in Delaware. Well, one of the two is is true. Neither uh, can be true. Um, and so, you know, Garland appointed Weiss to protect himself and mm-hmm. Weiss. What, uh, Will Scharf, what's the remand here? What's the jurisdiction? What's the assignment? How broad could Weiss go uh, if he pursued this honestly? Look, I, I said on Twitter the other day, if, if uh, you know, the winds change and Weiss just, just decides to go rogue, decides that he's had enough carrying baggage for the Biden administration, this could get really interesting really quickly. I mean, a special counsel does have uh, broad, uh, wide-ranging authority uh, to pursue uh, pursue investigations and prosecutions. Um, I think that's unlikely here. I mean, I think Greg and I are in agreement that 
uh, this looks like part of the Hunter Biden cleanup operation as opposed to a legitimate special counsel investigation. Uh, but potentially, I mean, we all know what Hunter Biden's criminal scheme looked like. Uh, the statute of limitations has run on, on likely on some of the charges that could be brought against him. Uh, but on others, my guess is that a, a, a real special counsel investigation, uh, a, a real federal prosecutor with the, uh, the cojones to go after him, uh, could build a very interesting series of cases, potentially even reaching all the way to uh, to other Biden family members, including Joe. Well, yeah, I mean, um, Greg Jarrett, I'm trying to figure out also here, again, as non-lawyer that I am, Lord knows, is this about a trial or is this about a special prosecutor's broad-based investigation? Because I think the two are different. Well, I think you're right, and I think Will has has put it correctly. Um, and that, yeah, I suppose there's an outside chance that Weiss had an epiphany, uh, you know, suddenly got a case <laughs> of the for reals and said, I, I got to stop covering up. I got to stop lying. I got to stop protecting Hunter Biden and Joe Biden by implication, uh, because I know of incriminating evidence uh that implicates Joe Biden is complicit in his son's influence peddling schemes. And maybe maybe Weiss will do the right thing. But, I mean, this is a guy who has tried his level best for five years to, uh, you know, suppress and get rid of any criminal case against the Biden. So, you know, that epiphany strikes me as a long shot. (laughs) But he did say, I mean, look, I I don't know any of the stuff that you guys know, but he did say in front of a bunch of people at some meeting that um, the powers above him would let him do what he wanted to do. Remember that line of reason? I mean, he was a Trump appointee or was he not? I know they kept him over. But he did say at one point that um, there was interference. And so I just wonder whether he might want to come clean. I mean, he has a conscience. I I don't know whether he goes to confessional or not. But at some point, maybe the guy just figures out he should do the right thing. That's always possible. Well, I doubt he has a conscience. I think he feared (laughs) criminal prosecution himself for lying to Congress in his three letters in which he told three different stories and seemed to be doing the bidding for Merrick Garland, who also appears to have deceived Congress. All right, we're going to take a quick break. David Wise not doing so well. Greg Jarrett, on the other hand, is doing great. Fox News <laughs> analyst and New York Times bestselling author. So is Will Scharf, former prosecutor and candidate for AG out in Missouri. I'm Cudlow. We'll be right back. Much more to do. This is the Larry Cudlow Show on 77 WABC. Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. By the way, a legal analyst, New York Times bestselling author, the book is Trial of the Century, and Will Scharf is a former federal prosecutor and now candidate for attorney general in the great state of Missouri. Well, if I were Hunter Biden, I wouldn't be all that happy because uh, his blanket immunity has been lifted and he's probably going to face a trial of some kind and the trial is not going to be very happy for him. All right. The other week, Hunter Biden walked into a Delaware courtroom expecting that in return for pleading guilty to two misdemeanors, the slate was going to be totally wiped clean for him. 
that he was going to walk out of court with an ironclad guarantee, not subject to judicial oversight or review, that he wouldn't face prosecution for his long history of foreign influence peddling. That deal was, you know, scrubbed off the table by Judge Noreka in Delaware, and it doesn't seem to be coming back. I mean, Hunter Biden is not out of the woodwork yet, uh, or not out of the out of the woods yet. Uh, and if I'm him, I'm I'm sweating every single day until this case is finally resolved, uh, because he knows what he did, and he knows the the legal jeopardy that he'd be in if he faced a, a real prosecution. I just worry that this appointment of Weiss, as as Greg said before the break, uh, is just another step by the the Garland Justice Department uh, to to advance a cover up as opposed to advance an actual prosecution. But at some point, Greg, isn't somebody in a trial or the special prosecutor going to ask him, "Oh, by the way, uh, you got all this money." You set up all this labyrinth of LLC accounts. Uh, what did you get for it? What did they get for it? Where did this money go? I mean, aren't they going to ask him difficult questions? Or, for example, you never registered with the Foreign Registration Act, but this is all foreign money coming in. I mean, aren't those questions going to be asked by somebody at some point? Well, they can be asked. Uh, that doesn't mean that Hunter Biden has to answer them. He can, you know, always invoke, uh, you know, the Fifth Amendment uh, right against self-incrimination. He doesn't have to answer those questions. I think there are others uh, like Eric Schwerin, uh, James Gillier, uh, all of his other partners, in addition to Devin Archer, may be able to expose the corruption and the crime. Uh, but, you know, who else is complicit in this? The the media apologists for Joe Biden. Hmm. I'm always amazed and amused at how they pretend to be lawyers. Uh, for example, this week, CNN's Jake the Fake Tapper told his viewers, wow, you know, influence peddling may be sleazy, but it's not a crime. Seriously? I mean, if Jake bothered to read and comprehend the statutory law, he discovered that influence peddling is called bribery under the criminal codes, using a public office for financial gain by selling promises of influence. You know, and another frequent lie by the media muttonheads is, well, there's no crime because it hasn't been shown that Joe Biden received any of the money. Wrong again. Read the bribery statute, 18 U.S.C. 201. It's a crime if the money went to a person or entity other than the public official. And the third lie is that Joe Biden never conferred any policy benefit Mm. in exchange for the millions in cash, so there's no crime. Well, that's not what the law says. Biden didn't have to deliver on anything. The promise itself in exchange for money is bribery. Mm. And you think some of that's got to come out, no? I mean, it just seems to me inconceivable that that wouldn't come out. Larry, if if I could break in, you know, speaking as a former prosecutor, based on the revelations that are already uh, out there in the public record, I think I could take a bribery case against Joe Biden to a grand jury tomorrow Mm. and get them to return an indictment. I mean, that's how bad it is. And as as Greg said, the fact that the media is willing to talk about this, you know, this is about Joe Biden loving his son, who was a drug addict and the fact that they're willing to cover up what's probably the greatest political scandal in American history, 
really speaks volumes to how debased our mainstream media has become in this country. Well, so let's go. I mean, in Congress, they're following the money. All right. Uh, Jamie Comer's following the money, which is very, very important. Is that going to be impacted by this? I don't think so. I mean, they're going to continue to look for these suspicious bank accounts. They've discovered this labyrinth of LLCs. They've got former, uh, you know, best friend forever. Schwerin is going to be uh, testifying or or appearing uh, before the oversight committee will. I mean, that investigation will not be affected by the special counsel. It shouldn't be. Uh, So you have the, the three committees. One of the most interesting ongoing investigations here is actually the House Ways and Means Committee investigation uh, into the, the various issues with the IRS. Uh, but, yeah, you have three House chairmen who seem committed to uncovering the truth, and I think they will. I think those investigations will continue, and I think there will be more revelations down the road. The problem is on the back end of that, where's the accountability? If you have a Department of Justice that's unwilling to bring charges, if you have a Department of Justice that's going to continue running cover for what I believe is the Biden crime family, uh, you know, to what end? It's great to know about it, but I want action. And I think that's uh, that's where the appointment of a real special counsel would 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 answer uh, answer a lot more questions. And Greg Jarrett, just in the last uh, 40 seconds or so, impeachment inquiry. That's going to broaden the scope. It takes a resolution from Congress, I think, but that's going to bite into this, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Look, there's a plethora of evidence that Joe Biden was aiding and abetting these influence bribery schemes. That makes him an accessory. And remember, bribery is an impeachable offense. Right. So there are more than enough grounds to bring proceedings. All right. Greg Jarrett, thank you ever so much. Will Sharp, thank you ever so much. Folks, we'll take a quick break. Other side of the break, we're going to go back to the inflation problem. Bidenomics still failing. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. 